Welcome back to the New School of Thinking podcast. We're so happy to have you guys back to hear the event series. On this week's episode, we've got a very special guest under the title of Hidden Agendas. Let's see what they've got to say. Alright guys, welcome back. Good morning to another episode of the New School of Thinking podcast event. Uh, today we have a surprise for you guys. And uh, Dean, who do we have with us and who don't we have with us? Uh, so we don't have Ren. Surprise, surprise. But uh, we have Hamid here, he, who's a product manager and one of the biggest advocates of New School of Thinking. And we thought we'd bring him on to kind of share his experience and talk about his best practices and indulge in today's topic. So Hamid, uh, do you want to introduce yourself to everyone out there? Well, yeah, first of all, um, thank you so much guys for even inviting me to be part of this uh, great uh, program you guys have. Um, I'm so super stoked to be here and to be part of the conversations that you guys do have. Hopefully I'll be in on a little more than just one, uh, but let's just see how today goes. Um, so a little bit about myself, um, coming with the background of being a scrum manager in companies that are social bank, and then jumping into the startups by becoming a product manager to a company called Acto. <coughs> and again, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to today's conversation. I'm glad to be here. Thanks again, Jamal and Dean, for inviting me. Great, great. And welcome. And thank you for being uh, a supporter. I mean, you know, you're a good friend of ours and, and we appreciate the support and the feedback that you give. So without further ado, what are we talking about today, Dean? What do you what do you think we should do? Yo, so have you ever noticed that people or businesses move in a certain way? And has it made you ever wonder, like, what is their plan? What is their motive? Is there a hidden agenda? Right? right? So it got me thinking and I'm like, especially with economics, there's always a lot of supply and demand questions and you look at the labor market and there's so many different ways of looking at things. And it got me to start thinking on how businesses operate and how even people operate. Like what is the motive? What is the hidden agenda? And like, if this person is what they say they are or this business is what they say they are, right? Like, especially if you go into interviews, you see a lot of, um, oh, we'd offer this, this, and this. But in reality, it's not like that. And the perfect example is like last, uh, last week, I think I went in for a really cool company and it was uh, very interesting. And I'm sitting in the room with the CEO and I was like, what drives you? And I was able to build a rapport and I found out that what they built this product for was not even aligning with the CEO's vision. The CEO was just more about the money and it got me thinking, I'm like, had I not asked this question, I might've been in quite a pickle if I was to be the candidate chosen to move forward. Right. Right. So I want to know, and I want you guys to share like your experiences and what's the best practices and what are some things we can do to help other people break down that barrier and make the best decision for themselves. Oh, right. man. So, so honestly, uh, 
go go ahead, please. Oh, okay, no worries. Sorry, Jamal. Um, so, uh, just even the the idea of having a hidden agenda, I think this is something that's it's not even talked about. It's kind of like one of those unspoken truths that actually happen on a daily uh, in any in any industry, uh, whether it be from the finance to healthcare to um, retail. Uh, there's always, uh, to me, I think there's always a hidden agenda, especially when it's coming from top-down management. Um, they always want to kind of sugarcoat things to their workers, and then in the back of their minds, they already know, okay, if I do one one way, uh, I'm going to get the repercussions and make sure that I get what I want at the end of the day, right? And there's always different ways to get things done, but man, this, this is a great topic. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think I agree with your statement there. Um, you could see it in basically larger corporations to medium-sized businesses where <clears throat> sorry upper management they have what their goals are uh they try to sugarcoat you know down to their lower management or just their employee staff what the situation is uh, and try to guide them you know in a way that'll get what they want right we all know that when you walk into an interview <clears throat> the goal is for them to get the best candidate for the least amount of money Right, they they want to give up the least amount that they have to to keep or to to acquire the best person that they feel is for the job, right? Um, and I think this can also go on different cross-functional levels. So I was reading a book the other day. Well, not the other day, but I was reading a book that I I, I immediately related to when you started talking about this, Dean where it was about an IT company and, you know, they had the marketing staff, they had the coders, they had the software developers, they had the testers, they had the um, um, IT security portion of it. And as the product manager was trying to make everybody come align in what the goal was, he started to realize that each department or each functional, each function had their own agenda that they weren't sharing with the whole team as a group and that he found caused divide right so i think that's exactly where this conversation is going mm -hmm. <clears throat> right so i mean even on a even on a personal level we can talk about if you guys have ever met anybody that has the hat or you felt had a hidden agenda oh man <laughs> that's definitely there right like especially when you make friends in university uh you don't know who you know until you actually have a class with them or you actually hang out with them uh i can i can definitely speak to uh some people i've met uh throughout my career uh one of them being uh, you know what dean dean uh, uh Ooh, what? Yeah, you know, uh, the thing was, uh, when I first met Dean, uh, I, I, again, uh, it was a, through a mutual friend. Um, and when I first met him, I, I didn't know what his personality was like and uh, where he was trying to get to uh, from a career path or growth. And then again, uh, spending time with him, hanging out, we kind of, we kind of realized we had similar interests. And, right, and it, I think it goes to show that, um, when you when you meet someone, they're kind of share uh, not uh, they're scared to share what their uh, thoughts and views are right up front. It's more of maybe I need to feel them out and see do we actually have uh, aligning interests or you know is this someone I just want to kind of 
have a you know just a casual conversation with or just you know one of those make them acquaintances mm-hmm. and uh, yeah but then like, like I said uh, Dean I had no idea what he wanted to get out of that friendship or if it was just more of a oh yeah hi bye you know here we have a mutual friend but then it turned into something more right we we kind of we aligned in regards to our career growth uh, aspirations we we had similar interests in regards to even going to the gym and working out it was more and then it turned out to be uh, something cool as a uh, new school of thinking right like we didn't talk for a couple of years and then we ended up talking again and then rehashing the, this conversation so it's kind of like twofold uh, hidden agendas could be good and they could be bad uh, that's the way i see it exactly exactly i was going to say the same thing that so, they don't so, always have to be bad Oh yeah, go ahead, Jamal. No, I was just going to say that's that's the way I was going to say that, that that's exactly what I was going to say. And agendas don't always have to be a bad situation. Not necessarily, and I agree. And I guess uh, that leads me to my next question here of uh, networking, right? So like networking is definitely is viewed upon in a positive way. However, um, if you're a serial networker, does that make you uh, someone somewhat of a schemer or having some sort of hidden objective to get a job like what is your views on networking and what to you what should it be well honestly without networking you can't get anywhere in this day and age uh, realistically if you don't build your network as you're growing throughout your career you're not going to be able to get anywhere and I'm speaking from real experience where um, you know what I was at Scotia Bank for six years and I, I didn't get to become a scrum master with just just my own merit it was uh, obviously based off of the things I've delivered uh, the friends I met the the making uh, you know good impressions on senior managers and VPs within the organization and then them realizing oh, oh you know what for me it actually has good input let's bring him in and being called upon right it's not just uh, having a uh, a negative impact by being a serial networker. It's just that at the end of the day, you kind of set your own goals and your expectations for yourself. So you want to make sure that you do what's best for you, whether it is, you know, going out and having a coffee with a VP or, you know, taking uh, someone out for lunch uh, just to make sure that they remember your name. Uh, I think that's I think that's a really important skill to have, especially in this world today. Yeah, <clears throat> sorry, I, I agree. I think... Um... The perception of a serial networker or whatever you want to call them might be tainted a bit, but just as you know, Hamid said, it is necessary to to grow in this day and age. Um, it doesn't matter to me. It's, it's it's not about how how much people you network with. It's about the quality. Uh, you should network as much as you can because you're not going to have that same that same reaction or that same uh, reciprocal network back to you right you have to kind of put in the effort and whether that turns out to be something or nothing it just means not to stop trying right you gotta you gotta keep going so i mean i had this conversation with an uber driver the other day i was going home downtown and he was like man it's so hard it's so hard to get in this you know get into the field that i want to he wanted to to go into be a lawyer i believe it is and um you know he says school is hard talking to people he doesn't know how to do that and blah 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 and then he asked me a question he's like you know is this true is it true that it's about who you know not what you know and i said i agree to a point i mean it's who you know that gets your foot in the door it's what you know that keeps you there 
right you have to have the you have to have that that gusto and that 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 heart and passion and energy and work ethic to also show that you can do what this person is is um what putting you up for right mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> i think i think that's true and but there are those outlier cases right like there's some people i know that became directors at scotia bank and it wasn't because of what they delivered or it wasn't because of um the skill set that they had it was actually because of <clears throat> playing golf with a, a vp on sundays or you know uh, going going to the same gym or just because they know that person and it's not because they have the skill set but again like i said it's more of an outlier case it doesn't happen often but when it does it really sucks especially when you work for one of those directors and yes uh, uh, i am speaking bitterly because that was one of the cases that i've been in shots fired i hear them don't worry <laughs> <laughs> So what would you say for all the people that aren't networking? What is the one takeaway from uh like you guys learned and how can you um avoid giving that uh uh negative uh, image? So per se like like I I get where you guys are coming from. It's a give and take and you have to be out there and you ha- it's it's a necessity in order to grow. But there are should it not be more quality network as opposed to a quantity network well yeah but in order to get that quality you have to go out there and see what's out there right so it's, it's like um, you know you go and you meet one person and then you meet, like you know you, let's say you take you meet like five people and out of the five there's one quality person there but then if you go and get a group of 20 you're going to hit at least four people right so that's yeah. same same ratio it's just that it depends on how much effort you want to put into it and you never know friends out of the the five people you meet you don't meet one quality person so it's the right. effort that you put into to filter and make sure you find those right people is what yeah, it's just saying. like it's just like sorry it's just like like sales right when you're cold calling or, or when you're doing a sales plan you know that okay 20% of the people that that you reach are probably going to respond to you and out of those 20 maybe 5 to 10% are going to be interested Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So what do you do? You reach out to more people to increase yeah. that number, right? That number, that percentage probably won't change, but just as me said, you know, you're going to based on the amount of the amount that you start off with, say you reach 1000 people, you know, mm-hmm. that 5% is now more than if you reach 20 people. Yeah. No, right. and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying <laughs> and I'm not saying you go on the street and you start introducing yourself to everyone walking down yeah, the road. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying like, you know, you do there's a there's a huge bunch there's like a a huge environment now. Um I just realized uh, we got introduced to this thing called the uh, meetup and uh, you can choose like similar interests with people and then they just randomly uh, post in the group and they say, "Hey, you know what? We're people like-minded people meeting up for coffee at like uh, Denin at Young and Temperance or something." And then yeah. you know, these show up and then they just have a conversation. And those are the types of networking events I would recommend. Uh, even mm-hmm. with organizations that you're in now, there's there's a whole bunch of groups that they're advocating for, right? Like um, within the company that I currently work for, uh, what we do is uh, we do games night on Fridays. We we just want to make sure that everyone feels welcome and understanding. They uh, they do like um, when we do our two week sprint reviews, we kind of introduce topics that may pique interest of 
you know, instead of just uh, solely focused on technology, we look at marketing topics, sales topics, customer success, and whatnot. And then this way, it sparks conversation within the team. And then people all kind of think outside the box and they're like, hey, you know what? I have a friend that actually is in the industry. You know, can we bring them in for a conversation? And that's that's exactly what they do. And uh, right. And again, it's it, it, it and there, there's your hidden agenda, right? Like uh, the CEO and CTO at the current company that I work for, they're doing that just because they want to get insights of what's happening outside the world, not just what's solely focused on the in the team. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly that that's that's exactly how a hidden agenda can be a good thing for somebody you know what i mean exactly exactly and i think that's a great tie into this year uh this week's uh, segment for sure for sure and um i lost my train of thought of what i was going to say but uh, thank you for sharing that story because a lot of organizations do have they do have um networking opportunities out there for their employees or for people who just want to get in touch with them and it's it's one takeaway is for people not to give up hope and just keep searching. You're going to find something online um, that might pique your interest and just go to them. Don't be afraid. Yeah. So in summary, like the biggest takeaway I took from what you guys are talking about is finding like-minded people, using the tools out there for filtering purposes to kind of narrow down the group that you're going for. And uh, then it's just a numbers game. Is that correct? I think so. That's a great summary. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. And you know what? It's try. It's literally, it's kind of like uh, what we say in our sprint reviews is, or even our sprints is like, fail fast. The faster you fail, the quicker you learn. And then you pick yourself up and keep going, right? So. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So the whole idea there is like either, and then the motto that we kind of carry is, yeah, you know, you, you change people or you change the people. You guys get that right yeah right yeah you change people you change the people right 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 and you know what that this is a a great episode because this is what we at the new school of thinking podcast try to do as well you know we try to contact and connect with like-minded people or people who just want to connect they feel they don't have a voice and uh, give them a safe environment to to speak out right and uh, again thank you amid for for joining us on this podcast today uh definitely we will be reaching out to you to join us again and again and again. Awesome. And again, keep, and again. Stay tuned and again. So stay <laughs> tuned, keep in touch. And uh, Dean, thank you as well. Good morning. And, and thank you so much for inviting me, guys. I really uh, enjoyed this. And no problem. Right, we appreciate and, it. We appreciate it. Until next time, sure guys. You, yeah, and make right. sure you like, subscribe, follow, and maybe Ren will join us next week. Until then, Jamal, take it away. Yeah, until then, keep listening, and uh, we'll be back. Have a good one. Well, well, I know y'all missed me, but wasn't that an epic episode? I mean, on such a topic especially. Well, I can't wait to tune in with you guys next week let us know your thoughts your comments your ideas and especially if you know or would love to be featured on the new school of thinking podcast as we do have a new series coming up for the year 2020 don't forget to shoot us an email or just shoot us a message through linkedin or the new school of thinking at gmail.com